In recent years, particularly in the world of prosthetic makeup applications that involve large facial hair pieces as well, there's been a rather wonderful development with the introduction of a product called Super Baldies to adhere the lace to the prosthetic and sometimes overlapping onto the skin or just the prosthetic. Well, this is how I've mainly used the material and how I love to use the material. Yeah, it's a marvel. I remember the first time I used a Super Baldies mix with a mattifier to lay down a lace piece. And we'll get to formulations in a little bit, but I literally watched the lace disappear before my eyes. I never thought I'd see, use or speak of spirit gum again. But is this the case? Is there still room for ye olde spirit gum? that you have to admit has been around the block for quite some time now. This is 5-Minute Face Talk. I'm Karen and I've been a film and TV makeup artist for over 25 years now. And inside 5-Minute Face Talk, I'll share the cream of the crop makeup and skincare products, techniques, top tips and no-nos, and hopefully a giggle or two all in bite-sized episodes to help you look and feel fab because life's too short for YouTube videos. First of all, let's go back to a time when spirit gum was pretty much the only adhesive to use to glue lace pieces, hand lay hair, and wool crepe hair, and even glue down prosthetics to the face, since theatrical entertainers and early movie stars transformed for us on screen. And now that's going back almost 150 years or so. I also dabbled in spirit gum myself, both in combination with nose and scar wax to flatten down eyebrows and then set the wax with a light coating of the spirit gum and just get tap, tap, tapping to, uh, to just kind of dry and set it after it's gone on over the wax. One time I even remember being on set and using it in a pinch when I had to create a gravel rash at short notice. I stippled it on with a large black stipple sponge so that the application was uneven, but it gave me a little texture where the spirit gum landed. And once dried, I could paint straight over it and have something with a little tenacity, a little bite to it, you know. It wasn't groundbreaking by any means, but I had to create it right then and there on the spot. And spirit gum was what I had in my kit. I always remember my makeup college days with spirit gum and the seemingly very emollient removers that would take an eternity to remove every last trace of it from my face or from someone else's face. And no matter which spirit gum you would use, even the best ones on the block today, KD151, Naomi's very flat matte adhesive, and the Allied Effects Spirit Gums, which are my favourites, I think, including their very handy X Spirit Gum, which is also available in a tube, might I add, perfect for on-set quick touch-ups. I always feel like you're constantly chasing that glossy shine that peeps out from underneath the lace, so whenever you would use Spirit Gum, you must always carry your trusty tube of anti-shine, right? The two are like a perfect pair and can't go anywhere without one another. 
And then there's the removal, getting the crunchy layer of resin-based glue off the skin always seemed so laborious. And once you finally get that done, then it's time to clean the lace pieces too, right? The bashing, the tapping with your little lace brush. And if you put pieces on a performer on a daily basis, it would end up being this Groundhog Day type dance where you could feel like the second you block your clean pieces, fresh for the following day's outing, it's time for them to go right back on again. It's pretty relentless. But I must say, this is not the case with using a Super Baldies mixed with a mattifying powder to create this matte. Yes, I said matte adhesive that is strong enough to last all day long with no shine and that just seemingly melts the appearance of that lace away. How can this be real? <laughs> it is, I promise you. Okay, so what mattifying powders are we talking about here? The first I'll mention is called TS100 and it's an immensely fine and lightweight powder that in makeup used as a mattifying agent in materials such as spirit gums, paxes, even inside Prosade to thicken it and create Bondo or Prosade cream. If you're going to try this at home for the first time, please, before you open a jar, know that this is very nasty stuff. I suggest wearing a dust mask at the very least, work in an area with no fans or drafts, and always open the lid away from your face. The very fine silica dust particles, if breathed in, can cause damage to your lungs and far worse without you even knowing it. So just think of it being a hundred times finer than a grain of sand. So do use it with extreme caution and care. And it is worth taking a look at the SDS safety data sheet information. I'll try and find it and I can link to it in the show notes as well. Now, another material you can use is called Atagel. While very similar in texture and in its ingredients to TS100, Atagel feels slightly heavier than the light as a feather TS100. It's a crystalline silica, but is also made up of magnesium oxide. Again, use extreme caution when working with this stuff as you do not want to breathe it in and use it to mattify your Super Baldies. It has a kind of clay look to it and you may have worked with products containing it without even knowing it, or maybe you did know. For example, the WM Creation Spirit Gum, I suspect, contains Adagel. In fact, I'm pretty sure it does just by looking at it. You can see that residue that usually needs a good shake up before you work with it. The residue that sits in the bottom, well, that's Adagel. And some old age stipple materials contain Adagel as well to take that gloss shine out of your end result. And for me, this is my mattifier of choice for making Super Baldies matte for lace piece adhering. Okay, now that we've got the scary stuff out of the way, let's talk about all the good things that will save you time, stress, and make your work look that much better too. Let's say you are gluing on a lace front beard over a full silicone appliance on a performer's face. I generally like to start at the chin area, fit your lace piece on so you can eyeball where it needs to sit correctly, then take away your lace piece and paint a thin, but even coating of your Super Baldies mix around the chin area. 
then simply lay your lace piece into it. And now you do have a little working time if you need to lift and move anything, but work efficiently as that's the goal here, remember. Now, once you're happy with the position of the piece, you can use a pronged comb or the metal edge of a tail comb to press that lace through the hair to ensure that it's attached to the skin. Now, I'll link to all these tools in the show notes page also. And once you have your lace piece anchored, you can move up and out on the sides of the beard and lay down the lace into the baldies and get that piece on with ease. And then here's my favorite thing about super baldies. If you don't quite get your lace edge adhered, you can easily just come in and paint on top of the lace and press it down with a damp chamois or there's these spongy kitchen wipes that Bill Corso introduced me to by way of my friend Euron Lundstrom. I'll try and find them on Amazon and link to them in the show notes, but it's a few millimeters thick and it's a spongy kitchen wipe and I cut them up into little squares and dampen them and then you can just lightly press over those lace edges and literally watch them disappear. Seriously, this is a real breakthrough in the world of lace pieces and I especially love it on top of silicon prosthetics because the materials basically become one, don't they? The baldies holding the lace piece onto the material which is encapsulated with a product similar if not the same as super baldies. It may be the original baldies, which is based on an acetone solvent, not alcohol, which the super baldies is, just to clear up any confusion. Oh, and while we're on that matter, be sure to always use the super baldies version. That way your pieces can very easily be removed with isopropyl alcohol or even ethanol alcohol. Then simply set them in a low pan. I like to use baking trays with some alcohol in the bottom and they can soak while you finish wrapping up your your actor or your performer in the chair and so once you say goodnight to them then the hard work is already done for you when you come back to your lace pieces and a simple pressing with an alcohol dampened powder puff should see them free of any baldies or paint ready for blocking and dressing for tomorrow or whenever they next go on. And a quick note, if you place a setup towel in the base of your tray and literally just soak the towel with alcohol, you can get this down to an art where the alcohol doesn't really even touch the hair, only the lace on your lace pieces. And this way you're not going to disturb or dry out the hair, which again in turn is helping to speed up your dressing work afterwards. Total game changer. Things do seem so much more efficient and sophisticated nowadays in terms of adhesives and removals on the market. But I do feel that there still is a place for spirit gum for quick touch-ups on set. As I mentioned, the X spirit gum in a tube is ready to use and perfect for working on set when you have to work on the spot and quickly. I've also used spirit gum very lightly to just brush over the top of a flyaway eyebrow to keep it in place in high winds. I've painted it over wounds to give a little gloss setting finish to the inside of an open wound. And I know many people still use it to this day to flatten eyebrows. So I think for me, while evolving and being open to new products and trying new techniques is absolutely imperative. Sometimes the old ones can be the perfect solution too. 
And sometimes you can even find new ways of using them as well. Till next time, and I say always have room in your kit for a little spirit gum. For as brilliant as its descendants are, you never know when it'll solve a problem for you again. Okay, see you next time. Bye.